The following content has been provided by RWTH, Aachen University. So from there, uh, we basically get to what you could call transaction systems and in the 60s, early 70s. Uh, these moved to you know, one big change, which was now you could actually interact with the system um, and immediately get some sort of response. Um, so you would provide your input on distant terminals for a special purpose application at this point. Most of these things, these innovations first happened in a specific area of application, and then they were sort of you know, created more generally for, for general purpose computing. Um, so here you'd have the user at a terminal and the basement, that'd be the mainframe, there's a you know, serial line going from, from A to B, um, and uh, a lot of people could use um, the computer then at the same, at the same time. Uh, and when you were typing these things here, you know, what you were typing here, until you actually hit the send key on your terminal keyboard, it wouldn't even go to the main computer, right? It was basically just a dumb terminal collecting your input, and then it would go to the main computer that would do the, do the actual stuff. The concept behind this, of course, again, was time sharing, so a lot of people having remote access to a computer um, was a, a big advantage to this, to this model. Um, in fact, the uh, sort of concurrent time sharing system, which was um, uh, something developed in the early 60s, um, um, was sort of the, um, sort of the, the prevalence of this, uh, or the, the, the precursor of modern operating systems. This was done at MIT, and then you know, they developed the uh, ITS, the income capital time sharing system. Of course, you know, uh, programmers like to make fun of other uh, systems, and that basically ultimately led to, to Unix as a, as a programming, uh, as an operating system. The original input was basically you had a remote station like this, which was a teletype, so a system that was used also for sending messages between remote outposts you know, uh, over telegraph lines. And you would type your message here. It would go over a serial line um, to the computer, which would be you know, far away usually, and then it would come back and would uh, create the output maybe on a um, on one of those strips here, as, as, as you can see, again, sort of punch cart-like um, output here. Um, this later on, of course, changed and moved to uh, what was called glass teletypes. So now we had a, a computer station that was actually, you know, had a monitor and a, and a printer, uh, but the concept was still the same. You would create your little input, send it to a computer, it would come back. Um, Command line interfaces like Unix actually use that basic form of interaction to this day. Um, when you work on like your typical Unix command line or, or DOS command line, while you're typing your command, uh, you know, it's just this you know, tiny little one-line editor, if you like, that is running, a very dumb thing that is simulating a, this box, essentially a remote terminal. And only when you say, hit enter and the command actually gets submitted, it's sort of a job that then gets processed, gets executed, and then you know, the results come back to you on the command line. Um, and that's still how simple command line tools, like you know, list the contents of this directory or stuff like this, um, or even running something like GCC, you know, works um, even today. Um, Nielsen calls these 1D interfaces. So now we have basically an interaction of I type strings of characters and the computer can answer back. Um, the 
advantage of that, of course, is that now you're no longer waiting a whole day for the, the results of your input, but you're getting it back within maybe seconds or, or fractions of seconds. Um, but it took a long time to move beyond these things. And again, this, the fact that inventions happen long before they actually catch on broadly is illustrated best by uh, Memics. Memics was a system um, that was proposed as a vision so not, not a working system, just a vision of how people might interact with computers in 1945 uh, by Vannevar Bush. Um, and he imagined that you know, pretty soon there will be these desks that will be sort of devices that store all my books and records and all my communications. And you know, I can access all that information quickly and, and do flexible searches. Um, Memex was, you know, or this article here uh, is cited to this day as one of the most sort of visionary um, depictions of how the future of computing might look, um, and it has come become true to a, you know, frighteningly large degree. Actually, a lot of the predictions were right on. It predicted um, hypertext. It predicted the PC, the personal computer, the internet, you know, World Wide Web, if you like, um, speech recognition online encyclopedias, in a way, so Wikipedia back in 45. Uh, so that's why we uh, want you guys to look at this uh, reading assignment and, and understand um, what this early vision of, of computing was about. Uh, remember, when he did this, um, you know, the ENIAC computer, the one that I showed with like, you know, where you would plug cables and stuff, was just being invented. It wasn't even quite there yet. Okay, so this was really, really early on. Um, here's a quick video that sort of shows how uh, we might envision the, the memex to work. This was done in, in 95 to show the invention at work. Um, I think, yeah, the video should run now. So here you have sort of your, your, your desk that is standing there. And back then there were no like hard drives or anything like this. So he was in, in, in imagining a lot of the things. The owner of the memex, let, uh, let them say. tell us. Okay, so we're now looking into the box, sort of in a way, and uh, can see what's what's inside there. There's like you know, rolls of microfilm. That was the idea back then, um, and you know, these would basically be projectors that show uh, uh, parts of this microfilm to you, um, just as this like side thing here would would show to you. So the whole system was basically using analog technology in a way, because uh, hey, the computer hadn't been invented yet, um, but the ideas are sort of very, very much um, visionary in the way that, that uh, uh, people later on decided to structure or, or to design computers and, and online uh, interactions. Okay, so that's the, the Memex from 1945. Um, when we look at, again, um, when we try to move beyond sort of the pure uh, textual sort of linear communication between me and the computer, um, and move towards graphical interaction, the first systems, again, that did this were very special purpose. For example, the radar system, uh, SAGE, that was used for air defense in, in, in the 60s in the US, um, offered you sort of a graphical user interface. So you would see you know, planes coming in there that were depicted on a uh, screen that was similar to like a large oscilloscope, um, and it would show you 
where planes will be coming from, and you could basically select them um, and, and find out information about them. So this was, if you like, a, an example of, um, um, of, a, of a very first graphical user interface. You could see the flight paths of planes arriving and things like this. Um, Sage was a, was a sort of nationwide system in the US. It was basically um, stood for semi-automatic ground environment radars. Um, so you get from radar from, to phone lines, to the computer, to the CRT here, this is this tube, and then to the operator. This content was provided by RWTH, Aachen University.